Seat right here. Okay, you want some water? No. Hey, let me just turn on this fan here. I uh, just gotta get in this door. Dead keys. Huh. All right. Help! I'm gonna get the host. <laughs> Marine Bloomberg. All right. All right. Help! I'm gonna go get the host. Welcome back to In the Fighting Hole. This is your host. Adrian Yobi Blumberg, broadcasting out of beautiful San Leandro, California, endorsed by the East Bay's own Marine Corps League, Lieutenant Frank Reasoner Detachment 919, and also endorsed by the San Francisco Bay Area Marine for Life Network representative. Good morning. Good morning, Marines, and welcome to the second episode of In the Fighting Hole. Uh, this episode, what we're going to be exploring is uh, this idea of bridging the gap. And there seems to be a gap in communications. And communications, let's face it, communications is at the heart of the success or failure of any endeavor. Whether it's uh, with your partner, or whether it's uh, in a business, in a non-profit organization, or in volunteer work. Communication is absolutely key. I guarantee if there's any type of serious challenge that you're facing in whatever group of people you're uh, dealing with, if you trace it all the way back to its root source, I'm betting it's going to be rooted in poor communication practices and procedures. One of the things I'd been noticing was a definite communications gap between the generations of Marines that are out there, active duty reservists, doesn't matter. There is a communication gap between the youngest of us, and I'd say all the way up to about the age of 35, and I don't have scientific data on this, uh, we, but that's the point of this, is to dig deeper, uh, and then between, let's say, 35 to 55, the mid-leaguers, mid-lifers, the mid-marines, whatever you want to call us, uh, and then the, the eldest statesman marines of us, that's uh, over the age of 55. 
So initially when I had this idea about looking into and discussing what uh, bridging this gap in communication, I had, I had not considered how in-depth and deep and affecting this particular topic was going to be. Uh, leave it to me, uh, Adrian Bloomberg, to dive, jump in the deep end and go into the, one of the most complicated, simple, <laughs> but the application is complicated, uh, processes to, for humans to have, much less just Marines. Uh, so as, as I got into the exploring of this, I realized it, this is way more than one show, and it's not something that can be addressed simply in one episode. So I'm just letting you know right now, this is going to be something that's going to be ongoing. I'm not, uh, uh, I'm not sh sure exactly. Well, look, <laughs> I'm going to be honest and going to be real with you. I got some announcements, uh, and then I'm going to get into to, to more of, of this episode. All right. So we got some things coming up. We're endorsed by uh, our local East East Bay Zone Marine Corps League, Lieutenant Frank Reasoner Detachment 919. They meet monthly, uh, the second Saturday of every month, at 1105 Baycroft Avenue in San Leandro, California. They also have a... Tun Tavern, social for Marines, uh, corpsmen and chaplain, uh, no children, please. Bring your own beer, bring your own food. Now that happens on the third Tuesday of every month starting at 6 p.m. The meeting on Saturdays, by the way, apologize, starts at 9, goes till about 11 in the morning. Uh, we do have some other announcements. This Saturday's meeting, there's a special officers meeting, and you need to be there at about 8 a.m. in the morning. We have uh, Detachment 1155. Detachment 1155, they have an event coming up. It's a barbecue. And they asked that if we could pass it on and post it on local social media. Yes, we will. It's from uh, their commandant, Donald E. Hester. Uh, here's the information. All regional detachments. Oh, no, no, no. Here we go. Where is it? Oh, they got a local barbecue coming up. That's Delta Diablo Detachment 1155. Marine Corps League, their uh, local number that you can reach them at is 925-338-1775. Or you can go to their website at www.mcl1155.org. You can also follow them and us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and yeah, they're on Flickr. They are located uh, at Br the Brentwood Veterans Memorial Building. I have to look up the information. I thought I had it right in front of me. I apologize for that. They do have a, a yearly barbecue coming up. It's a big thing for them. Uh, and he also wants to talk about career stuff with us. Okay, good. He's going to set up an interview with us. Another thing I wanted to let you know about is we have... Patrick Murray messaged us. He's got, he's uh, uh, the junior vice commandant of the Department of Texas, and they are forming a new detachment in Abilene. Let me get that information up. And while we're getting that information up, I'm going to prep you 
for I'm gonna prep you for a, a, a little clip now this clip I made this morning um, when I was feeling pretty excited pretty passionate I'm still feeling pretty good and pretty passionate uh, let me tell you what happened on this episode I was getting a lot of information I've actually got hours <laughs> of interview in the can for this but I wasn't sure of the exact direction I was going to go with it, and I wanted to be able to provide, you know, a, a well curated, curated uh, episode for you. Look, I love podcasts. I've been listening to them for years. Some of the ones that I listen to all the time are uh, Radio Lab. Me and the kids, we love that. You used to play it every night for the kids. They go to sleep listening to Radio Lab. Um, this American Life, Freakonomics Radio, uh, all kinds of different podcasts. And I, I got, I'm a fan of them, and I want to sound like them. So yeah, I want to sound professional, good, curated. Uh, but I was sacrificing getting the episode out, and 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 having something regular to have something better. And that's no way to go about doing this podcast. Not when we need to get so much information out to everybody. But I just wanted to to get that out to you as well because look. Y'all, y'all are going to be growing in this podcast with me. We're in this together. If you're listening, hey, you join me. And it's good to have you. And I want you to see and witness how it evolves, what it takes to do a podcast, uh, how you might, if you want to, be that person who gets the word out on things that you care about to the people uh, of this world. And you Marines especially. This, this may be the first podcast in the Marine Corps League. I guarantee it won't be the last. And this, this. Uh, oh, by the way, they don't officially endorse us uh, or sponsor us is what I mean to say. They don't officially sponsor us. Uh, they do endorse us. Um, and uh, as uh, the saying goes for the Marine for Life Network, they also uh, endorse us. They don't sponsor us directly. This is my uh, baby. Uh, but let's get to that clip. Ready? All right, here we go. Welcome back to the Fight and Hope. Let me tell you why I do this. You want to know why I do this? I do this because of things like what happened this morning. This morning, this morning I was down. You know why I was down? Because I was having a hard time feeling like I was good enough to get in front of this mic and get the information about the Marine for Life Network and being in the Marine Corps League or just being a Marine for life, what that really means. You know, I had lost sight of the mission. Here I am this morning after having half a day yesterday having trouble getting in front of the mic. I was sitting all day prepping. Prepping had to be perfect and not recording, not getting the message out. I'm no one special, right? I'm a Marine that's a little bit special, isn't it? Here I am. I'm on the uh, the internet, on the Facebook of my phone. I see a Marine in need down in Texas. What do I see? I see a Marine who's asking, uh, hey, has anybody got a template for a resume? I'm trying to look at about getting another job. Looks like he's been out for a little bit. 
not too long. See, uh, I see a picture of a little girl. Uh, wait, where's he at? He's in Fort Worth. Hey, have you heard of the... Have you, have you heard of the Marine for Life Network? Have you hooked up with uh, your rep the local representative? You're in Fort Worth. You probably know Patrick Murray. He's in the Marine Corps League. He's in the Department of Texas. He's like a, a, a Johnny Appleseed for uh, Marine Corps League detachments. I think he's set up four or five down there. He's setting one up in Abilene. Uh, now he's got the call out for one that's starting in Abilene. And why are we doing that? Because once a Marine, always a Marine, used to be a recruiter's tagline. Let's be honest. It's not anymore. You know, the Commandant and the Sergeant Major, the Marine Corps, they approached the Marine Corps League. They wanted to partner. They believe in this. They're reaching out to me active duty anymore. Not, not directly, obviously. But I had to... I had to get on the mic and I had to capture this feeling. This feeling is what it's about. When you're excited, when you're passionate, when, when you're like, I'm doing this podcast because it's it's me. It's like perfectly me. This is what I could do. All right, I can't do everything. I can't help everybody. That's ridiculous. I can do what I'm good at, and taking myself from someone who's never done a podcast before in October to I'm on my second episode right now? Hell yeah! And you know who helped me get there? Marines. Have you ever heard of the Veterati.com no, uh, program? Free for veterans. Absolutely free. What is that? It's a mentoring program. Who doesn't need a mentor, right? But not only that, but as a mentee and a veteran, it's free forever, you get to pick your mentor and have as many mentors as you want. I just got off the phone yesterday with a CEO of a company who's listening to where I'm at, what I've, where I've been, what I'm doing, and helping me get where I want to be. And I'm recently unemployed. Yeah, I've been working the uh, CVS chain. I've been working uh, the don't endorse this or anything, but I was working part-time trying, you know, keep enough money in the bank account till this dream comes true. It's gonna come true. You know, I have goals, plans. I want to, uh, I have this, I nicknamed Yobi. This nickname Yobi I got in, from my involvement in Burning Man. Not a whole lot of Marines in Burning Man, let me tell you. I got in Burning Man when I was in the oil field. And there's definitely not a lot of burners in the oil field. Uh, all these little things that have led to what I've got is this idea of art, right? This is my dream. This is my plan. Yobyworks.art. So what I've got under it right now is some things that were unrelated before, but now they're related. Let me tell you how they're related. I started doing, uh, when I got divorced, I went and bought all these art supplies, a ton of art supplies. Well, because my bonus money, I had a lot more bonus money. I wanted to, I love art, and I wanted to see where my niche was. This was years ago, New Mexico. I bought so much art, I still have some of the supplies today. Uh, but I knew if I just sat around by my, on my own, I was never going to 
get around to doing any of the art. So I started posting on, on the internet, hey, uh, I'm going to do an art night. Anybody want to show up? You don't have to pay me nothing. Just use my supplies. I had tons. Uh, started that back in 2015. Been doing it ever since. <laughs> and that's turned into, that was art nights. We got an art night monthly, third Sunday of every month in Alameda. Uh, that turned into uh, uh, art days, which we just had our first art day, which is art therapy. I, I suffer from PTSD. Uh, and, and art really, I it helps me a lot. I really enjoy it. So my Marine Corps League detachment decided to endorse that and you know there was space enough for us to be able to do it at the Veteran Memorial Building uh, our first one this last Sunday now I'm looking at doing an art kids I, I wish I could do everything for free but the, you know there's some things that are going to have a fee now that is under uh, this podcast also can fit under this Yogi Works I mean I'm a Marine that's a Marine business that's what the Marine Corps will league is about is once marine always marine and 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 helping uh us connect uh, that's what's a marine for life network program which has been around 12 years I, i've never heard of it this marine i reached out to in texas he's never heard of it how has he never heard of it they're supposedly telling people about it in boot camp well i don't i can't fix that but i can get the word out now can't i that's what Part of bridging the gap is, and part of this exploration, and and it's not only exploring, maybe, uh, well, exploring the obvious gap that has been growing between the generations Marines that's been pushed through because of technology, but it's also about uh, communicating and reaching out to those Marines, those people, those veterans that your particular talents and ability and skills and network can reach out to and, and maybe you're the only one who can we won't know till we try will we alright let's take a quick break be back in a moment All right, well, we're back. So that clip was, uh, I just wanted to, and I'm going to do that throughout this episode, or at least definitely through communications. For me, it's instructive for you to have demonstrated the nuts and bolts of building a communication, right? This podcast, I just say right, this podcast, uh, I mean, it's, it's pretty easy as far as productions go. Honestly, I was surprised and shocked at how easy it is to just get your word out there. It, some of the programs, if you have the app on your phone, I was cruising through one of them and I, it said podcasting. I was like, podcasting? What are they giving you instructions? This is a, a show about uh, how to do a podcast. And I clicked on it and it immediately started recording. And I was what? what what's this? And I hit the button again and... The recorder went off, and it said, do you want to uh, publish to your channel now? I couldn't believe what I had just seen. That, that that is how easy it had gotten 
to do a podcast, think about the democratizing effect podcasting is going to have, period. What if you, I mean, that's what YouTube is, is YouTube is everyone can have their own TV channel, <laughs> which would have been mind-boggling when I was a kid, quite frankly. But podcasting, everyone can have their own radio show. And what's democratizing about that is we get to pick and choose what messages, what shows uh, we enjoy, learn from, and produce. So, we were talking about uh, Patrick Murray down in Texas. That's another announcement that I definitely want to get out. Hey, this may be a little helter-skelter, but this is just a pre-episode for a deeper dive this coming weekend. Hopefully you've listened to the first episode. Uh, not all of them are going to be like this, uh, but this is this has its place. So, back to Patrick Murray down in Texas. He's a junior vice commandant for the Department of Texas, and he says, Attention Abilene Marines and Corpsmen, become a part of history and join the Major John Keith Wells Detachment, Marine Corps League. Keith was the officer in charge of the platoon that led the charge up Mount Saribachi and placed the first American flag on Iwo Jima. Our next meeting is April 27th and we are looking for founding members. We're currently meeting in Embassy Room of the MCM Elegante Suites in Abilene every fourth Saturday of the month at 1 p.m. Please bring your DD-214 and $35. So, Patrick Murray. Love this guy. <laughs> it seems like every couple of weeks I'm, I'm posting him all over LinkedIn and social media and just saying, this guy. <laughs> he's, he's doing it right. Uh, we've, we've spoken some. Uh, I'm going to reserve that, uh, the spot where everyone gets to learn more about Patrick Murray for when we have Patrick Murray on board. He's going to be interviewing with us at some point. Uh, we'll let you know when that's going to be. So, in trying to get the word out for everybody, uh, I wanted to know where everyone was at. I don't have the scientific uh, tools or the exact breadth to be able to get a good snapshot of where everybody's at right now. So I did something completely unscientific and I just posted across a whole bunch of Marine veteran and uh, Marine uh, groups across Facebook. And let's see, what, do you want to know what I sent them? They do. If they're listening, they already, they already read it, I'm sure, at some point. So let's see what I sent everybody. I wanted to get people's input. Now, initially, I sent out a poorly worded question that went out to everybody, and I just wanted to get some thoughts, some quotes, a uh, message to me with uh, your name and age and if you were attached to a group. And that, that, did, that went down in flames. And <laughs> the reason why it went down in flames, one, yes, it was poorly worded, and two, people have challenges at following directions. They weren't sending me a message directly with that information. They were just responding to the post. Uh, and that I should have thought of that. I should have anticipated it. Uh, and the way it was worded, I think, got people's dander up 
especially it seems from the answers uh, the Marines who are, uh, are elder statesmen over 55 uh, typically the answer went along the lines of what gap there's no gap once a Marine always a Marine you got a problem with it deal with it <laughs> I get I, I do get I do get where that comes from totally understand it and it, it is a valid expression of where they're at so after a good deal of thinking and uh, of, of how to go about the question better and in consultation with some of my close friends in the, in the Marine Corps League who have a good amount of wisdom and have been kind enough to adopt this Marine uh, when they didn't have to uh, and help shepherd me into your lives on a podcast. Uh, ooh, having to get it up is not going as quickly as I thought it would. Oh, here we go. Yes, not every show is going to have the nuts and bolts like this. I'll probably look. I have I have urges, and one of them is producing good shows that are curated well and blend well, and good fade ins, good fade outs, clicks, music, all kinds of stuff. Uh, this isn't that. <laughs> and from time to time, this will happen again, and I will let you know. I will warn you up front. So if you haven't enjoyed this one, but you enjoy all the other episodes, uh, perhaps you can. Uh, just take a break until the next episode comes out next week. There we go, Marine Corps League. So the exact wording of the question that we put out there, and I'm for my listeners, uh, if this will help you uh, think more about this idea of a communications challenge and, and bridging gaps, then uh, that's exactly what uh, I wanted to do. There we go. Come on, Facebook. Move faster than that. Oh, there's a lot of posts. Some of you uh, Marine veteran groups out there are posed crazy. There was one, I tell you what, on Facebook, I don't know how many, how engaged you've gotten in Facebook. Honestly, I was almost completely off Facebook. Uh, then, uh, the Marines discovered me in the form of the Marine Corps League, and uh, I found that they needed uh, some help on the internet and some social engagement on social media. And next thing you know, I'm back on Facebook. Oh no! Yes, no. Oh my goodness! So many posts. Uh, so the one group I was going to tell you about while I'm looking, I got on this one group and it was nothing but half-naked women every five seconds. My phone and my laptop and my it was just blowing up with photos of scantily dressed women. Felt like I was in, <laughs> felt like I was back in the Marine Corps, except that the hogboard had somehow come alive, grown legs, and was assaulting me. <laughs> come on, guys. Uh, I'm not 16. I don't know if I can deal with this many scantily dressed anybody all the time. Uh, and I know, I just heard in the echo in my mind of Marines going, What? What do you mean you can't deal with that many? Jeez, where did that go? Everywhere. 
Okay, so I'll do a different tact. I'll go to my log. Let's see what I posted. Dear Lord, God in heaven. Well, I was going to read this question to you, but I'm having more challenges to get to it than, than I wanted. <clears throat> Let's try this. First one I sent out to the Marine Corps League. Connections group, which you must be a Marine Corps League member to be a part of, and you have to answer the three questions that they have, and you have to answer them correctly. Uh, and don't mess up your login, or it could be challenging to get back in if you're in the Marine Corps League. Marine Corps League Connections. That's a huge joke. Okay. What's a pirate's favorite letter? That's what you think, but it's really the C. There you go. That one was for free. Take that and go annoy as many people as I have in life. And uh, <laughs> it's funny. It's a funny joke. People really enjoy that joke much more if you really get into the pirate voice. Arr! Here we go. Thank God. So I found the post finally in uh, Marines. It's a nice, simple Facebook group name. I like it. Kudos. Good on y'all. Here we go. The letter went out. Good evening, Marines. I've been working on the second episode of the MCL Detachment 919 and San Francisco Bay endorsed uh, radio show podcast in the fighting hole. A Marine-centered exploration and meaning of service. And this is my service to y'all. We interviewed our uh, respected elder statesmen, Marines, for archiving in the future. Uh, showcase people in love with their careers to expose transitioning Marines, FMF corpsmen, and chaplain, etc., to as many exciting prospects as possible. We share regional news and announcements, and we have guests who will provide strategies on how we may safely emerge from our fighting holes in life and into success. This week's podcast episode, Where's the Bridge for the Gap I Don't See? I can remember that earlier. Still in editing. We venture into the maker and breaker of all organizations and relationships and communications. More challenging, interesting, and maddeningly frustrating than I initially believed, oh, is it, is our first foray into a simple acknowledgement that there is any gap in communication between Marines understanding each other at all. Harris not in the fix here is a legitimate viewpoint. Because it is valid is precisely why we should dive into this and find where all of this is going. If there is a gap created driven, and expanded by anything, then I think we can all agree technology is a culprit. Unprecedented advancements in technology has brought society to the brink of things most of us can barely comprehend. Personally, I don't, and I don't like to admit it, I have always had a little bit of trouble with the top of my boots and bootlaces. That, you know, the whole tucking in thing just doesn't stay in, you know? <laughs> okay, I'm putting myself out there a little bit. But I'm, the point I'm trying to make is if I can't figure out my bootlaces completely, I get how are we ever supposed to deal with 
things getting thrown into our news feeds and, and radio shows about gene splicing. Have you ever heard of Clipper? Clipper. It's, it's, to hear biologists talk about it, the universe has just shifted. Because this, this revolutionary gene tool using, uh, I mean, you can't even see them. It, it, they use, I think it's bacteria, molecules, well, they're the size of molecules, but effectively they're genetic scissors. They could basically go anywhere along the DNA strand or gene strand and clip out the bad part and bring it in like a forklift. You are now healed. You know, that's pretty crazy that, that, that they could do that. What? My brain just wants to go. And then there's quantum computing. I first heard about quantum computing. I think it was late 1990s on Omni Magazine. I don't know how many of my, our listeners are old enough to remember Omni Magazine. Uh, but they had some strange stories. One of them was about quantum computing. Quantum computing, the basic rundown of quantum computing is that it can process using the potential possibilities, not just the real things. So instead of just computing in binary ones and zeros like we do today, it, it will be possible to do computing in, in multiple digits. And, and, and they've been working on that for years. They've almost gotten what's called a stable qubit, right? They're called quantum bits of qubit. Uh, and once that thing is stable, it's about the size of a room now, but once that thing is stable and they actually have a quantum computer that processes in a virtual imaginary space, like it's real, <laughs> right? If you borrow resources that are non-existent, everything's going to be different. Encryption, cybersecurity, computers, you name it. But, but to wrap my brain around it, and I love science. I, I, I watch science all the time. Physics is my favorite pet subject besides history. And, and it, I can't. It makes me want to puke when I start thinking about it too deep. Uh, but seriously, it's, I can't. I, and when I, was, when I was born, a lot of us, even midlifers, you know, they did not have cell phones. Computers were not in every home. My parents, it's more than that. My grandparents, when they were born, there were no cars. So, the pace is picked up so fast. The idea is that our elder Marines in their generation, are they getting displaced in the modes of communication? Because they don't want to be plugged in every day. They, they don't want to have a meeting every day. I mean, the idea of being on a cell phone all the time, like you younger Marines out there, it's got to feel like, so, so you want to meet with me every day? I remember before cell phones, it was nice. That was nice when you could get away and not have to worry about uh, somebody chasing you down. And you, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, they left a voice on voicemail. And when you got home, you listened to your voicemail. And ever since cell phones come out, I'm like chained to this thing. If I don't answer, if I don't respond within two hours, it's my head, <laughs> right? Who has has uh, forgotten their cell phone, broken their cell phone, lost it, or, or accidentally turned it off or didn't charge it? 
and, and when you turned it on, oh my. But there were a lot of angry people or people who really wanted to get a hold of you, weren't there? That's not the experience of these older Marines. That would be incredibly intimidating as I put myself in their shoes. So, and, and I, as I've been discussing this with them, honestly, many of them maintain that there is no gap. There is no problem with communication. Maybe there isn't. That, that's what this exploration is for. And, and some say that there is, there is no gap. It's uh, a false flag. Yet others still say that what what we're experiencing is a result of poor training, and that that it's a failure of of us as Marines total to maintain the standards, or or that it came from let's say cultural weakness, lack of discipline, like what what was taught in the serious Marine days. Uh, they all have devices in their hands all the time, is what I'm hearing, and this being hyperconnected connected will make them feel entitled. And yes, we've all heard it. Spoiled. Okay, I hate to break it to you Marines out there, but there are some other Marines who think you were spoiled. Don't take offense. This is what this this is for, is for us all to find the same platform of communication so we can find common ground and devise best methods and practices to overcome these lacks of communication. The simple solution is that everyone should stop catering to them, is what I have been told. Move things like stress cards. Okay, stress cards. That's my personal, private uh, uh, thing I would like to address. Let's put that thing, let's put that myth or, or fact uh, firmly in the realm of reality or unreality. So if I hear one more thing about a stress card, if they're not real, I, 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 I that stresses me. I just can't see how they would even have a boot camp with a stress card. It doesn't make any sense. I don't understand why anybody would believe that. But maybe it's true. Let's find out. Uh, they want, they say we should, uh, some people say that we should put stricter uniform codes back in place, tighten, uh, tighten up our ship before we all go to hell, right? We've just lost what the old core is, and that's what the problem is. Everyone's getting pansy. Maybe it is. I don't know. That's, that's part of what this exploration is. My service to you is exploring service. Here we go. Uh, so I didn't mean to make anything worse in the wording of the question. The wording that I sent out to everybody. And I asked everybody to please share in their, in their uh, groups if they could. But I wanted these Marines that have put this message, question out to all the groups to think about and then get me uh, their quote of what they thought the solution was. So I said, uh, as advancements in technology, <laughs> let me preface this. Look, the way my brain works, I try and think of every possible thing I can to make it as full a question or engagement as possible. So I might have gotten wordy on this question now that I look at it, but uh, anyway, here it goes. As advancements in technology further isolate the ability of Marines to communicate the lessons they have learned to each other across the generations, and as the aging Marines become unable to keep pace with what used to be science fiction becoming science fact, or an unintentionally unwilling to vault the chasms of understanding coming from longer lifetimes, that further present the potential and ability of our eldest generations to maintain the spirit of core essential 
uh, essential nature as handed down to them from their seniors. That nature being able to correctly identify the kid. You know, forget this question. I over, I killed that one. I murdered it while it was being born. Ugh. Okay, so I overthought that one. But I think we all understand what the question was. What do we do to bridge a potential gap of communication? Uh, I will work on not being so uh, obsessive about addressing every potential issue that I see up front and therefore confusing and adding to the confusion. <clears throat> anyway, I don't pretend to have answers about all of this. Look, I'm just honored to be the one taking us into this fighting hole. Now, I did have one very interesting uh, interaction with a Marine out of San Jose, uh, Sybin, Sybin Peterson, 26, if I recall correctly, 26, uh, and he's in San Jose, and he, he's pretty hard charging. Uh, in his in this interaction, I, I thought it might be easier if he just sent us a clip. And he not only sent us a clip, but he sent me the transcript. And it's the most beautiful thing I think I've ever received from uh, a Marine of his generation. And thorough. Wow, it is thorough. So hold on just a second while I cue this up. He's going to tell you his thoughts on the situation in his own words. Stand by. All right, Marines and everything in between. I've got, uh, and I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Sybin Peterson. Here's his thoughts on uh, this particular topic. Whoa. All right. I, I did say I wanted you to uh, experience what it is like in the raw. Here we are. Um, get that volume back up. He deserves uh, full volume. Okay, test. Boy, I have to say, technology has made uh, at least this Marine way more impatient than he used to be. As it, long and as slow as the pace used to be, for me to be so impatient over a tiny little click is a little ridiculous. I feel like, uh, is it, did anybody, was anybody ever a, a fan of Star Wars? I know when I was in the Marines, that was the show, The Next Generation. But I remember when Scotty sits down at the computer and he picks up the mouse and he goes, Computer! <laughs> I feel a little bit like Scotty sometimes. I'm like, do Here we go. Let's try this again. Boy, hey, if anything, uh, Simon, you are getting a lot of play here on <laughs> your name. Here we go. If you want to bridge the gap between the old core and the new core, you must personally adapt and overcome. Hello, fellow leaders. My name is Kevin Canales Peterson, and I am a marine entrepreneur who advocates change in business analysis, leadership, strategy, systems, and cybersecurity. I ended my active duty as a sergeant, 2010-2015. I'm an OEF veteran who served with MAC-31, MAS-31 Air Wing. I eventually became a supervisor and inspector for my shop in electronic countermeasures equipment. I've been forward deployed with the Navy's 5th Fleet on an aircraft carrier, the USS Harry S. Truman. My tour sent me on an expeditionary mission with Marine Squadron VMFA 312. My deployment's pinnacle.
response during Russia's invasion of Crimea, during which we were near the Black Sea, and interestingly enough, the start of my interests in geopolitical analysis. I wanted to join back as a Mustang, but I found a wealth of value in business and academics. After service, I sought and achieved a bachelor's in business administration and management information systems. I am proud of my degree and understanding of culture from the Midwest from Wichita State University. During my academic career, I served as president of my student veteran organization and as a business senator in student government. I've achieved various awards, such as Senator of the Month, as well as my university student leader of the year, 2018. In my experience, the friction between better connecting the old core and the new core can be best explained as a strong correlation to all other veteran service organizations friction. I am a part of, or have been a part of, the American Legion, the VFW, Student Veterans of America, City Coalitions, and even have been attending meetings hosted by the AUSA. My favorite organizations that I have actively been involved in are the Student Veterans of America, or local cybersecurity and entrepreneurial organizations. Marines, but especially leaders, must adapt and overcome. There are more new core leaders who are taking this deeply rooted Marine idea and running with it. They accomplish their new missions by changing their strategy to the environment. You see this as they are creating their own organizations and businesses to change legislation or even fix community issues. They aren't willing to wait for people to be elected or complaining about funding. There are more leaders in the old core that want to change the ever-evolving environment to their strategy. That is not sustainable, and this ultimately contributes to the erosion and disconnect we see today. My understanding from having spoken with some very awesome and influential leaders in the old core is that there is a wealth of knowledge and experience. Unfortunately, some of this content is paywalled behind very similar statement, but that's not the way it's supposed to be done, meaning I must follow some sort of weird rule to rise up in the ranks before doing something big in the community whatever veteran community that is. Like my fellow leaders and colleagues, I am still asked by the various veteran service organizations to join and fit into their organization, rise up in the ranks, and I can be a big asset. This is extremely limiting to my value and my own life goals. Like my fellow leaders, I am choosing the entrepreneurial route. If you want to collaborate with these leaders, you have to not treat them as young bucks. You have to treat them as Marines. If not, we are wasting each other's time. Find out what an OIF or OEF Marine leader are doing, learn from their strategy, and then use this knowledge to better create an adaptable environment. If you want to bridge the gap in OEF leaders to leadership roundtables, if you want to bridge the gap, invite local Marine leaders in the community and highlight what they are doing in their community. If you want to bridge the gap, Reach out to college campuses and recognize the wealth of Marine leaders leading in higher education, leading the change happening in their communities. I guarantee you'll have more of a buy-in. If you want to bridge the gap, you must personally adapt and overcome. You know the alternative. Well, that's it. That's our show for this week. I'm your host, Adrian Yobi Blumberg. And remember... One Marine, all Marines. What happens to one Marine affects 
all Marines. Look for us next week. We hope to have you here. Right back in the fighting hole. That's our show for this week. I'm your host, Adrian Yobi Blumberg. And remember, one Marine, all Marines. What happens to one Marine affects all Marines. Look for us next week. We hope to have you here. Right back in the fighting hole. When you're wearing the right outfit, it feels good. Like hitting all green lights good. Finding an onion ring in your french fries good. Getting dressed can feel just like that when you have a trunk club stylist. Because not only do we send you lots of outfits and accessories, we also teach you how to style them. And since we're a Nordstrom company, you know you'll be well taken care of. Look and feel great every single day with Trunk Club. Meet your personal stylist at trunkclub.com. That's T-R-U-N-K-C-L-U-B.com. The all-new Toyota RAV4 asks, what if? What if your ride was refined and rugged at the same time? Introducing the all-new RAV4 Hybrid. 208 combined horsepower and standard all-wheel drive make it the most powerful RAV4. Plus, with its head-turning style and breakaway speed, it's bound to change the way you think of a hybrid. The all-new RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota. Let's go places. Horsepower. Ratings achieved using the required premium and gasoline with an octane rating of 91 or higher. Premium fuel is not used. Performance will decrease.